Welcome back to Agents of Cool. Today, we're going to do uh, what may or may not be the first in the sequence of shows we're calling Agents of Cool Special Missions, because we're going slightly off our usual topic today. Now, if this, is, if this ends up being not quite the content that you're here for, that's okay. We understand. We'll be back with something more along our usual lines soon. But for now, um, so here's what happened. I was listening to um, a podcast called Inglorious Trexperts, and they did a, um, a Star Trek fantasy draft where instead of uh, like a fantasy football thing where you put together your team, they put together their uh, ultimate Star Trek episodes. Now, uh, your co-host and I, uh, the co-host and I, are uh, we're, uh, we're uh, what you call it, uh, huge Trekkies. So uh, I, I had such fun listening to those episodes. I absolutely just could not help myself. And, and I think they're indulging me in that we're going to do a Star Trek fantasy draft uh, this episode today. Um, where we're going to sort of pick the cast and crew for what would be our ultimate fantasy Star Trek episode. And again, if this isn't the kind of content you're here for, we'll be back with something more along uh, our usual topic soon. But for today, uh, and I am Eric, your grumpy number six, joined as always by... Stacy. And... Ray. There we go. So, um, Star Trek fantasy draft. Um... So we're going to pick our, our crews, our ships, planets, aliens, directors, story titles, and whatnot. And then we're going to um, have our, our fantasy episodes at the end, at the end here. So, uh, Stacy, without further ado, Stacy, let's get started. Stacy, okay. yes. who is the captain in your ultimate fantasy Star Trek episode? I think I'm going to go with my one of my favorite minor Star Trek characters who uh, has been a captain in other offshoot sources, but never on screen. I'm going to go with Savick. Ooh. Alright, Ray, your turn. Who is your captain? Alrighty, so I'm going to go with William Riker. Ooh. Excellent choice, sir. Captain Riker. Now, for me, it's a toss-up, but I'm going to go with movie-era Kirk. Alright. This would be uh, like a maybe, I'm not sure, motion picture era, Wrath of Khan era, movie era Kirk. Next up, mm -hmm. your ship. Stacey, what ship, what ship are you picking? What's your favorite Star Trek ship? Oh, let's see. In an attempt to lodge this into a sort of historical era, I will go with the Enterprise B, presumably sometime after Harriman. Enterprise B, interesting. All right, right. Uh, what's your ship? I'm going with, and you got your stuff that's shown on screen now, right? We can't use consoles, we can't use novels, right? Right. Okay, so I'm going with the USS Titan. Which has now been seen on screen. Thank you very much, Lower Decks. Oh, yes. And for me, I'm going to go with the uh, the refit movie Enterprise. As is only proper. That's... As is only proper. Because I genuinely think that's like the most beautiful ship I've ever seen in any piece of fiction ever. Okay, First officers. Stacy, who's your choice for first officer? First officer. Hmm. Since I'm kind of building a little segment of the universe here with Savit captaining the Enterprise B, we will go with known previous Enterprise B officer and second generation Enterprise crew person, Demora Sue. Ray, first officer. Ah, first officer. First officer. Ooh, 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 ooh. And they don't have to be don't have to be contemporaneous, right? You know, we oh, can... not at all. We're not time locked. Not time locked. Not even the same universe. All right. 
just on screen. That's our only definition here. There's so many good choices. I'm going to go with Tuvok from Discovery. Yeah. Tuvok? Yeah. As your first officer. Not as your security chief, as your first officer. I like it. I don't know if he was really traditionally command track or not, but... He is a fine Vulcan, no lie. He is. Most fine. Alright, I'm going to... um, I'm going to go with uh, Major Kira. Major Kira. Major Kira. Because I think my knee-jerk reaction would just be just to pull like the movie Enterprise command crew, like the movie, like the classic Star Trek crew would just have that be it. But um, that would defeat the point of the exercise, I think. I think I will go with Major Kira because I think a movie-era Kirk and uh, and Major Kira from Deep Space Nine, I think you could get some really interesting drama out of that. Mm-hmm. All right, villain. And, then, and, and also because I think Deep Space Nine may be as much the story of Kira as it is the story of Cisco. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Nana Visitor is just an unbelievable actress. I think she's astonishing. Villain. She's pretty oh, great. Wait, we're not, we don't get to pick our doctor next? Uh, I was going and I, I took my notes down in the order uh, the oh. other show did it. We can, do, yeah. we can go ahead and do doctor if you want. Go ahead and do weird. doctor. All right, we're doing doctor? We're doing doctor. Doctor? Uh... Oh, what the heck? This would be amusing. With a Vulcan captain, uh, Doctor Tiana from Lower Decks. Oh, oh, very. Oh, cool. The grumpy cat of medical officer. I love her to pieces. Oh, that's that's perfect. Because you know, it's like, why would Sav? You know, isn't her bedside manner a little brusque? Why is that relevant? How is that relevant? Yeah. Oh, are we talking Robin Curtis or Kirstie Alley? Hmm, good question. I've gotten where I like Kirstie Alley better, but I keep envisioning Robin Curtis. I guess Robin Curtis. Let's go with her. Right. Okay, right, who's your doctor? Uh, Julian Bashir. Ooh, Julian Bashir. Now you just kneecapped me. I was going with Bashir. So, um, okay, so I'm going to go with my second. I'm going to go with Kelvin McCoy. Oh, he's a good one, too. Kelvin Universe McCoy. Mm. Kelvin Universe McCoy. Because would... Um, because in unit since in universe they're all supposed to look the same, mm-hmm. so would um, his regular McCoy and Kelvin McCoy would Movie Kirk even be able to tell the difference? Given the way Carl Urban was able to make his eyes do whatever that was, Carl Urban's eyes always are kind of buggy. Yeah, but it was just really—I mean, not like Gowron buggy, but still. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean that just uh, yeah, I, I st- that's still easily one of my favorite. Uh, portrayals. He's terrific. Yeah. He's absolutely terrific. I think I saw. I, I forget who I. I forget who it was that said it. But the summer the reboot, the first reboot came out. Someone offered their condolences to the family of Carl Urban on account that he was obviously been possessed by DeForest Kelly. <laughs> right. Okay. Now next up. Um, oh, one rule. I, uh, one rule I want to remind you of. You are allowed one substitution. If you can go back, if you have a better idea as this goes on, you can go back and change one of your earlier choices. All right. And you're allowed one, uh, one choice from another un- another science fiction property. Mm. Like if you wanted to, like if you wanted the villain to be uh, Cruella Deville, right? Mm-hmm. It's one person from outside the Star Trek universe. Gotcha. Okay. So next up, engineer Stacy. Who's your engineer? Who is my engineer? 
Well, since we can go from any time period, we will assume some timeline in which he did not perish, and we'll go with an older Peter Preston. Oh, that's also good. The second generation. Uh, that's shaping up to be a really interesting ship. Uh, Ray, who's your engineer? I'm going with Miles O'Brien under protest. Miles, Miles O'Brien under protest. Because, again, that was like, well, if he's going to be the, the chief engineer on the ship, if he's going to be our, our chief engineer, then he would presumably need, you know, he'd need to be breveted an officer, which, you know. Which he wouldn't want. Yes, which, yeah. you know, to borrow the line, no, you've done me a good turn, I'm going to do you a bad turn, I'm making you an officer, uh, to borrow the line from Sharp. Let's see, there are a lot of really solid engineering choices you can make, but I think I'm going to go with Jet Reno. Ooh! Jet Reno. Is a Tignataro on Discovery because I just adore her. Yeah. I think she's exactly. I almost, I almost went with Tech Sergeant Chen from Galaxy Quest. Oh, whoa. oh that would have been. That but I think, cool. uh, I think, um, I think Jet Reno provides that exact sense of slightly surreal sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jet Reno. Jet Reno, awesome. Okay, now uh, helm navigation. Helm navigation can be a two-part deal or it can be a one-part deal. Because we see like uh, like um, Detmer and Owo on Discovery and Sulu and Chekhov on Classic Series. Mm-hmm. Or you just have like Tom Paris or Mayweather flying Voyager right. or the NX-01, right? Right. So this can, be a, this can be a two-part thing or it can be a one-part thing. Gotcha. So, right. Stacy, Helm navigation, what do you got in mind? Uh, I have to admit I was assuming that Demora was still piloting as well. Okay, so first, so do I your first officer and your helm, so your first officer and your helmsman are the same thing. Yeah. Uh, let okay. me see if I want to add a navigator. That would be the era of ship that would have both. Wow, not a whole lot of navigators. What the heck? Let's mysteriously put young TV Chekhov, or no, Kelvin Chekhov. He's even more fun. Uh, in there with the daughter of his buddy. All right, Kelvin Chekhov, good call. All right, Ray, helm navigation or just pilot? Which one are you going with? Uh, oh, let me think here. Who would be a good? I'm going to go with Tom Paris. Oh, I think I yeah, I think I got an idea here. I'm going to go with Tom Paris. Tom Paris. That's that's uh, unique. Have me again. I was going. <laughs> I was going to do Paris. Okay, so my, my backup choice, I'm going to go with Hikaru Sulu, uh-huh. Sulu, and Ilya. And Ilya. I like it. And Ilya. Now, wait, okay. Uh, Pre-disintegration Ilya or post-disintegration Ilya? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with probe Ilya with reclaimed memories. Oh. Nah, nah, I don't like that. Uh, Take that back. Pre-disintegration uh, Ilya. All right. Flesh and blood, Ilya. Sulu and Ilya for helm and navigation. Sulu and Ilya, I like it. All right. So, uh, who are we? Who do we have on communications? Well, I'm going to go ahead and swipe Kelvin Uhura there. He's always held on as cool. Because she just kicks ass. She really does. All right, Ray. I'm going to swipe. Oh, see that? Oh, and that's starting to suggest a plot, Stacy. Because now you've got two, two people oh, from the universe. Yeah. That's true. Okay, Ray, communications. I'm going with Mr. Garrick. Ooh. Uh, wait, Garrick as your communications officer? 
I like that. I did. It doesn't I did. have to be truthful communications. I, I, I absolutely, I assure you, if anybody in Star Trek is capable of rendering an accurate report of someone else's communications to the ship's captain, it's Mr. Garrick. Mr. Garrick. Including the communications that we were not in any way involved in. And I should not have any reason to know. That's true. Okay, yeah. I've, actually, I've actually got two choices for communications, and I really like both of them, and it's mm. a complete toss-up. Mm. But I think I'm going to go with Hoshi Sada. All right. So we've got uh, doctor, helm navigation, engineer, communications, mm-hmm. security. Who's your security guy? Okay. This is going to be a bit weird, but we're going to go with regular universe movie era checkoff. Who was the security chief? Okay. Hey, right, who's your security guy? Ooh, okay. Huh. That's a toughie. I've got these roughly cotemporaneous, so... We're going to go with Security Officer Nog. Oh. Oh. Good old Nog. Okay. Now, uh, for security, I'm going to go... Mm -hmm. This is going to be the one where I step outside of Star Trek. Okay. Michael Garibaldi. (laughs) Uh, I like it. All right. And that that takes care of our command crews. Okay. So now we're going to go with Villain. Villain. So who's the villain of your piece? Alright, uh, I'm going to repeat from our beta attempt at this episode and use uh, Star Trek's latest over-the-top villain, Vindicta. Vindicta. You guys realize that if we had Holodex where you could go program Star Trek movies to play... You would be Vindicta. You'd never see me again. <laughs> I would never leave the holodeck. That's all I would ever do. At least you've already reproduced. There is that, yeah. Um... Yeah, I would never get out of the holodeck. All right, Ray, who's your villain? Villain, villain, villain. Really good villain. We're going to go with um, Vice Admiral... Was it Vice Admiral O from Picard? Oh! Sorry. Oh. Well, former, oh. Vice Admi- for, former Vice Admiral O. Right. I believe she was actually a Commodore. Commodore. Well, was it a Commodore? In, she was a Commodore in Starfleet and a General, I think, in uh, the Romulan... But that's a good call because she's utterly hateful. I love that. Yes. Uh, initially, uh, initially, I was going to go with um, Kyle Wynn. Mm. She's such a deliciously hateful villain. But mm. the truth is, as much as I'm sure Louise Fletcher is just a lovely, lovely woman, Kyle Wynn puts my, just puts my, oh my God, I just can't stand watching her. Mm. She's just so hateful. So I'm going to go with General Chang from Undiscovered Country. Ooh, Ooh. he's awesome. The Shakespeare quoting Klingon. Because he was a tremendous, tremendous villain. Indeed. All right, now uh, what plan? Pleasure. Now that there's a uh, now that there's a Nurse Ratched prequel show, does that imply that somewhere there's a What Made Kai Win the Kai that she was prequel show in the Star Trek universe? Well, I assume that would be the Bajoran. That would be the prequel show, the Bajoran Occupation. Ah, right. All right, now what planet are we going with? We've got Captain Savick. We will take her back to her origins, and it will be. Uh, Oh, well, technically not on TV, I guess, but Helgard, the weird Romulan planet where she's from. Okay, and we're getting that from, from the 80s DC comics, right? Uh, that and novels, I think. But yeah, the name of it anyway. Yes. Okay, we were going to go with just stuff that had been on screen, but uh, Ray, shall we allow it? Sure. All right, Ray, what's your planet? I am going with the Gateway planet. Ooh, Guardian of Forever. Very good. 
if you mean that planet. That, I mean do that mean that planet. I'm going to go with the machine planet. Oh, the one from... Russian picture. Major? Oh, nice. Now, the inglorious Trexperts refer to it as mealy-mouthed Federation diplomat. Okay. Well, we're really one or two diplomats that weren't mealy-mouthed. So we're just going to go with diplomat. Federation diplomat. Who you got in mind? A Federation diplomat. All right. Who's just like hanging out on the ship and probably causing all sorts of. So does it need to be a diplomat specifically? Or could it could be one of those, you know, Federation commissioners or other Federation bureaucrats that uh, so bedeviled uh, Kirk from yeah, time to time. Diplomat. Ah, well, given the era that we're talking about and to provide an additional challenge for Captain Savick, I will go with her mentor, Ambassador Spock. Damn it. <laughs> Were you going to do that? I was, in fact, going with Ambassador Spock. Uh, okay, right. Who's your diplomat? Alrighty. Uh, yes. We'll be going with Agent Dulmer from the uh, Department of Deferral Investigations. Ooh, fun. Dulmer. Just Dulmer or Dulmer and Luxley? If I can use Dulmer and Luxley, that would be even better. Okay. Okay, we'll, uh, okay, well Dulmer and Luxley, they're a team. And since I can't have Ambassador Spock, I'm going to go with Ambassador Sarek. Makes sense. This is the Mark Lennard version. Right. Oh, since there are like four Sareks now, yeah. There are multiple Sareks. I'm going to pick uh, the Mark Lennard version. Well, uh, let's go with movie, uh, original movie series like 80s Sarek. All right, now you get to pick an alien. An alien. You get to pick an alien. Now, if you pick like a, you can say, well, I want the Jem'Hadar. So the Jem'Hadar could be your villains. Or you mm -hmm. can say, I want, um, oh, I don't know. I want uh, I want a Tellarite. And it could be Ambassador. You could pick Ambassador Gath, right? Or you could just say, there's some, there's some room to play with aliens. So who's your alien? Let's see. Um, well, that makes sense. Uh, well, we're going to a planet in... Uh, Romulan space, and apparently we're taking Ambassador Spock with us, so we will use uh, the Romulan commander, the female one that lived. All right, Ray, who's your alien? Huh. Well, I guess I'm kind of using the Romulans here, so. All right, and uh, I'm really very fond of the Andorians, so I'm going to pick the Andorians, and I'm going to say Shran. Shran. Shran's good. Because, you know, at this point, it's just not Star Trek without Jeffrey Combs somewhere, right? That's fair. All right, we got uh, two more cast members to pick. Right, who's your love interest? Oh, my goodness. Who's the love interest? It doesn't have to be for the captain, necessarily. Right. Love interest. Well, since Vindicta is sort of metafictional to begin with, and this could be her spinning up some sort of fantasy scenario, uh, we will go with kind of Wonder Woman 1984 style, uh, weirdly returned to life David Marcus. Oh, Going with the uh, slightly uh, out of TV continuity of the novels where uh, David and Savick were lovers before he died. Yeah, I remember the Vonda McIntyre books. Yeah. But, but that's not, that's not yeah. too much of a stretch, though. Right. Not too much of a stretch. So, Ray, who's your love interest? And again, Riker's spoken for, so it doesn't even necessarily have to be for him, right? Or it could be. I mean, you could since you haven't used Troy yet, you could of course stick her in there. That's a good point. We'll do that. That will keep the you know, <laughs> that will result in the least amount of cutlery in you know uh, in in um, in William Riker at the end of the episode. <laughs> that that sounds like that sounds like a reasonable goal for him. 
What decision am I going to make that ends up with the least amount of cutlery in me? That's that's actually, I think, a very good uh, a very good metric, actually. And weird, weirdly, weirdly, this is a tough one for me because this is Captain Kirk, after all. Mm. See, you, you could you could pull Edith, but that always ends up depressing me. You know what? I'm going to take it. So I'm not sure yet. Um, all right, holodeck character. Let me, let me come back to love interest. Holodeck character. Holodeck character. Technically, you already have. Technically, you've been dicked as a holodeck character, but you get to pick one more. One more. Hmm. Well, let's have Vindicta uh, conspire with Moriarty. Ooh. Because he's awesome. Okay, that's a good one. I like that one. Ray, holodeck character. Holodeck character. Holodeck character. Holodeck character. Huh, I only know about three. Well, four, I guess. Okay, let's see. Badgie, probably. <laughs> Little Leash. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci, really, that was, that was, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm trying to think, I, I was off screen, but didn't, um, didn't Bashir and O'Brien end up doing a whole deck program with Genghis Khan at one point? It was just mentioned off screen. He was off screen. I think so. I'm trying to remember. They're, they're, they're like in Viking garb or something in Odo's, or at Quark's, rather. Well, actually, it doesn't have, actually, if you're going to pick up a holodeck character, it doesn't have to be screen represented. Well, that's because if I remember correctly, the rules from uh, the show we're patterning this after. You could pick like anything. You could literally pick any holodeck character that you want. You can make one up. It doesn't have to be one that appeared in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take the Doctor from Voyager. Who am I kidding? That's good. That's good. Who, who am I kidding? Robert Picardo is great. He's the best. He's absolutely the best. All right, and I think I'm going to go with uh, Vic Fontaine. Ooh, Vic Fontaine. And for uh, let's see, and for and I'm having some trouble with love interest right here, weirdly because this is Captain Kirk we're talking about. Uh, um, Marlena Moreau. Nah, I don't like that one. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I don't know. I'm gonna have to leave that one blank. I don't have a good answer for that one. I thought I would, but I don't. Well, you don't have a good love interest for Captain, Captain Kirk. Kirk. You don't have a good love. I know it's it's I know I know it doesn't make any sense, does it? Oh oh, how about Jedzia? Oh, that would be okay. Oh, that would be interesting. Jedzia or just Adax? Jedzia specifically. Specifically Jedzia. I don't think Curzon was Kirk's type. That's fair. Now Curzon wasn't really Kirk's type. All right, now that's our uh... yeah, that's 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 everybody. So now uh, we get to pick the uh, just a couple of behind the scenes. So who's directing here? Who's directing your episode? Uh, since I get to go first, I'm going to steal Frakes. Ah, <laughs> have to, you can pick anybody. If you want to pick John Woo, pick John Woo. Uh, That's fair. Oh. Oh. You, you, you got the one I was going to use. She kneecap you. Oh, that's true, but you actually have Captain Riker, so you should you should totally. Uh, well, Frank doesn't necessarily direct everything he's in. That's uh, true. That's true. I'm gonna have Martin Campbell. Ooh, I like that. The guy that did Goldeneye and uh, Casino Royale. Why, yes. Wow. Yes, I am. That is awesome. Now, that's for awesome. me, it's, it's down to uh, it's down to two. Uh, Shatter. Shatter. Shatter directs. Give another chance. 
because I really do think he's a good director. The problems because uh, the cinematography, I mean, like the cinematography and the editing and the pacing and working with the actors in Final Frontier, all that was good. The real problem was in the conception of the story, which is not strictly speaking the director's job, right? As a director, I would argue he's actually a really good director. All right, composer. Who, who's going to do your music? Well, heck, I know his name. Alexander Courage, the original guy. Can't go wrong. So, so Ray, who's doing your musical score? James Horner. Oh, at me. All right, so if you're doing James Horner, I'm going to pick Jerry Goldsmith. Okay, that's you. You can't go wrong with the, you. Really can't go wrong with either one of them. No, you can't. Okay, Ray, you got a title? Yes, from Romulus with Love. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Tomorrow's Twilight. Ooh, as I understand the word Twilight, it can mean dawn or dusk, right? Mm-hmm. Twilight is dawn, or it can be it can be dusk, or it can be dawn, right? Ah, so it can go either way. It could go either way. I like it. So maybe, so maybe if this is dusk, is this the dawn of a new tomorrow, or is this the sunset of a new tomorrow? Right. Mm. I'll just play on the my villain and call it vindictive. Vindictive. All right. Vindictive. All right. Uh, now, um, uh, bonus round. Does anybody? Would anybody like to offer like a one-line description of their story? So now mm. that you've got your up, now we've got our casts and our ships and our planets and our aliens. Uh, what's the, you don't have to go through like the whole episode or nothing, but what's the story? Vindictus spins up a fantasy that uh, subjects the crew to their uh, regrets and flaws and such. One of those classic explore the characters kind of episode. Okay, good. All right, Ray, do you have a story? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Fire away. Yeah, so uh, is it General O or I guess it would be General O, yes. I guess. I mean, presumably she also has another name. But... Do you know what it was? I guess I should. No, they did not say. But what is called General O? So yes, General... you know, so basically, you know, in a you know, in one final attempt to basically stop, you know, to stop the events from Picard unfolding the way it, they actually unfolded, General O seizes the time planet and travels back into Earth's distant past in an attempt to basically prevent you know the humans from actually you know surviving World War Three by you know select you know. By destabilizing, you know, destabilizing, you know, the balance of power between the two great nuclear armed superpowers. Mm. Our heroes have to go back in time and thwart her agents without disrupting the time stream. Uh, and of course, well, the other thing, they are doing a Cold War James Bond. Yes. Movie. And of course, you know, she has a pretty good plan. So she's basically taken out selective secret, you know, she's basically taken out selective secret agents who were inter- instrumental in preserving that balance of power and preventing World War Three from starting. So our crew has to fill in for you know, for the incapacitated agents until, you know, our ship's doctor and uh, can get them mm-hmm. back on their feet. So I love that it actually does relate to the rest of our show. So, yes, yeah, so at that point, yes, Captain Riker and Tom Paris and Julian Bashir and Mr. Garak, you know, with Mr. Garak's coaching have to go be, you know, you know, have to go be double O agents at various points, in, you know, in history while fighting, <laughs> off, you know, while fighting off the Romulans and their allies. Including some, you know, some Hulk and alien henchmen, and you know, I figure. Slow clap, dude. Slow Love clap. It. Love it. If you manage to turn it into, 
<laughs> you turned it back around at the topic. That's brilliant. Oh, well, come on. Oh, that's fantastic. Right. Oh, um, okay. you, I mean, this is, I mean, can you, you know, I would love, I, you know, Julian Bashir, secret yeah. agent, was always great. I would have, you know, come on, don't tell me you wouldn't love to have seen, you know, Jonathan Frakes doing his best, you know, you know, his best, you know, in a tuxedo, you know, ordering a martini. Oh. And Tom Paris, who is the 20th century, 20th century. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, he would also do great. Oh, oh, this works out super well. That were, that's, that's beautiful. All right. They would, uh, they would do way better at, than uh, Jean-Luc Picard trying to be a ridiculous French pirate. Oh, oh yeah, that's a much that. better idea. Uh, and mine is... Worst spy ever. <laughs> you know what they used to call back in the 20th century a black hole? Uh, I'm imagining that that portal, uh, ru- the portal that took V'ger to the machine planet has ruptured mm. and it's drawn in people from different timelines in different places, but they send Kirk in the movie Enterprise with a crew of people recruited from these different things mm. to head into that portal and go to the machine planet and try to fix it before it eats space around it. I like it. And then, of course, General Chang goes in there uh, to try to use that to somehow to the advantage of the on Empire. I like it. Excellent. Excellent. Those would be three slam dunk episodes. Now, I'm, I'm um, now, uh, thank you all. And that just about wraps this one up. So, um, thank you to our audience for sticking us with, for sticking with us through this particular flight of fancy. Um, I'm, I'm trying to work out the ways that we could do this for our usual our usual kind of um, material, like what would our fantasy spy movie be? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but but it's a little tricky because that kind of falls between the, the poles of Bond movie, which is very much about a solo agent, and Mission mm-hmm. Impossible, which is very much about a team. And mm-hmm. uh, so I don't have all those details worked out yet, but sometime in the new year, I think we'll probably come back and do one of this for for spy shows. Well, we could do, um, we could well we could go back to the original concept of the IMF. Uh, <laughs> You know. They just recruit all kinds of people from different yeah, walks. Yeah, so of basically, life. just be, p- pick people from different. You can literally pick people from different fictional universes that are great actors or whatever. Yeah, or just you know characters from other kind of you know action you know action adventure adjacent stuff, or just other stuff you know like we've you know mm-hmm. or just other stuff you know. Or what, there was a what was it? There was a there was a spy show. Lasted maybe a season. Um, where they had kind of the same basic idea as. You know, Mission Impossible. Only was they just got people who weren't really had no business being in you know intelligence work to do. Particular, uh, was it Masquerade? Was that it? Well, Man from Uncle back in the early days, and I'm not an expert, but Man from Uncle would usually draw in some civilian. So, and, and that's sort of a, and that's sort of a trope of the spy genre too, is that somebody gets in over their head. Um, so, uh, so thank you all yeah, for listening to this. It was episode. Masquerade eighty-three to eighty-four. Oh wow! I don't. That one at all, but cool. I'll drop it. I'll drop it in the chat real quick. We don't have to put this part on air. That's the one I'm thinking of. It was um... cool. So, thank you for our regular audience for listening to this. We had a we had a load of fun doing this. Uh, we'll be back with a more traditional programming soon. Um, thank you for listening. Take care, everybody.